Welcome to Grace Podcast. Grace Podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. I'm Timothy Muse, your host, and this is episode 30. It's such a joy and a pleasure and an honor to be part of your time, part of this work together. And I want to thank you for bringing me in and letting me be part of your day, part of your journey. Whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're just listening to this or whether you're listening to this while you're at the gym or in the car or walking your dog or doing the dishes or whatever, whatever it is, thank you for allowing me to be part of your time. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your life's journey. Let's be honest, this life is a journey. It's a journey from point to point, from disappointments to excitements, from struggles to successes, and we are just part of it. And we're all together trying to journey out there. And, and I've said many times, I've said many times, look, we're not in competition with each other. We're in competition with who we were yesterday. We want each other to be successful. You know, we here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you because when you're the best you, we're the best us. We're the best us together when you're the best you by yourself individually and I'm the best me individually and I'm not in competition with you and I'm not in competition with uh, the person across the street I'm in competition with myself I'm in competition with who I was yesterday and what I want to be today so thank you for being part of this thank you for being part of this journey thank you for being part of the work that we're doing together if this is powerful for you if this helps you if you find joy and peace in this then please share it out there get it out there with those who are part of your world share it out there on your social media you probably connected with this through my social media accounts either through facebook or instagram so share it out there like it share it tag me in it let me know where you're at i'd love to know where you're listening at and where you're experiencing this from if you're listening on spotify or iHeartRadio or amazon music then follow us and give us a rating and review. It is when people give ratings and reviews, that's when the platform says, hey, this stuff is important. This guy's paying attention. These people are listening, whatever. So let's elevate it out there. So when someone else is looking for coaching or self-help or motivation or what have you, then then the platform says, hey, well, if they're searching, well, let's let's have them check this out. It's organic, and it is together that we can get this information out there and we can get this work out there. I mean, look, you're here you're listening because you want to be better, because you want to advance yourself, because you want to grow. Well, if you want to grow, one of the keys of growing is it knowing that we all want to grow and that we want each other to be successful. So I'm glad you're here and I'm thankful that you're here. So thank you for being part of it. Thank you for being part of this together. Uh, and, and, and if there's anything I can do, if you want to do some coaching, you want to contact me, Grace Life Coaching is the website. Check us out there. It's got all my contact information. Grace Life Coaching is the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, if you got some comments, if there's something you want me to talk about, or if you want to do some coaching or some communication, reach out to me, gracelifecoaching.com. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for having me in, as part of your life. So today I want to talk about toxicity. I want to, I want to talk about toxic you know what? Toxic is kind of a buzzword right now, um, but we know that things have been toxic. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I remember as a kid, I remember Mr. Yuck. You remember Mr. Yuck? Uh, it, this might be past some of you, but if you're Googling, then Google Mr. Yuck. So Mr. Yuck was this campaign. It was done by the Ad Council, and Mr. Yuck was a, a, a green frowny face. He almost kind of looked like a little Hulk sticker with a frown on him, green with a little black frowny face. And what you were supposed to do as parents, Parents would get these stickers and they would, you know, stick them on things like bleach or Windex or ammonia or vinegar or whatever. 
And so then kids were trained that when they saw the Mr. Yuck sign, that they would stay away from it. So anything that had the Mr. Yuck sign on it was, wasn't something that you would drink. I mean, I, I don't know if you remember, and I know we still do to some degree, you put your, you know, your, like your cleaning chemicals underneath the sink in the kitchen or the bathroom. Well, if you've got a two or a three-year-old and they open up that cabinet and they find a bottle of bleach and they're like, oh, look, something to drink, you know, yeah, you can see where this would go. So Mr. Yuck was a sign that this product was toxic toxic so so the idea of something being toxic is well i mean it's as old as time it really is i mean we have toxic waste that we've been trying to figure out how to deal with since the atomic age began and even before that you know manufacturing tried to figure out you know toxic waste and 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 how to how to safely or even not so safely you know being here in in northeastern ohio you know, there's stories long before my time of the Cuyahoga River burning because the waste in it was so toxic that it was flammable. So we've had this idea of toxicity for a long time. But this toxicity now, it's kind of grown into the idea of toxic within relationships, toxic within thinking, toxic within self, toxic within families, toxic within work structures. So we've really kind of expanded it. And, and you know, and, and I really think this is a good idea. We need to be able to tell the truth of where things are at. And we need to be able to put good words, appropriate words on circumstances and situations. And there are just things that are toxic in our lives. And that's what I wanna, that's what I want to talk about. These things that are toxic in our lives. Uh, and so um, that's where I want to go. But before I go there, uh, before I get to that point, I want to start with a truism. I want to start with something that I want you to hold on to. You should be holding on to this every day, all the time, but I want you to hold on to this now. I want you to hear this from me. You as a person deserve better. Okay. You as a person deserve better. No one deserves to be treated poorly. No one deserves to be treated badly. No one deserves toxicity pouring in their lives. Now, I, want, I also want you to hear this. I'm not saying that you deserve to be happy because that's not a promise either. Um, happiness, gladness, joy, that's something that we work for. That's something that we cultivate, and it looks different. I mean, nobody, nobody is born with the deserving of happiness, but nobody is born with the deserving of toxicity either. Nobody deserves toxicity. Nobody deserves to live in a life or a system that is toxic. Okay? So what we draw into our lives, what we draw into our lives, and this is really this is the work, this is the hustle, this is the this is this this is the 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 shift is about what we bring into our lives. What we allow into our lives should serve us. It should serve us. You know, and toxicity doesn't serve us. That's like drinking bleach. That doesn't serve us ever. Uh, drawing in negative, uh, caustic feelings and, and words don't serve us. Now, we certainly always want to evaluate where we are and, and, and look at who we are and grow in who we are. Absolutely. But there's a difference between taking something by doing the self-evaluation, say, okay, this is where I'm at and I want to be better, and just bringing in that you're worthless, you don't matter, you're ugly, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's toxic. All right? So, in the work here, in what we're examining to do is really kind of focusing on what we bring in, what we allow into our circle, into our lives. And to do that, we have to identify what's toxic. We have to identify toxic in our world. 
We have to identify toxic in ourselves. We have to identify the, the toxic language that we use or the toxic language that is used on us. The language of disappointment, the language of beating down, the language of spiraling into, um, into a darkness that you can never give, get out of, the language of catastrophizing, the language of, of shame, okay? Those are toxic to us. Catastrophe doesn't move us forward. Shame doesn't help us to grow. Shame drives us deeper into our despair. And shame is toxic. Now, there are points where shame does work, and, and maybe we need a little bit of toxicity from time to time. But I'm talking about living under the constant shadow of shame, of toxicity. We don't grow in a toxic environment, and we don't grow with toxic people. And that is the first thing about identifying we need to identify what is toxic to us. Now, look, everything, you know, again, drinking bleach is pretty much universally toxic. And I'm not, obviously, I'm certainly not advertising or advocating for that in any way, shape or form. But a lot of toxicity can be subjective. What can be toxic for one person may not be toxic for another. How one person is spoken to may not be toxic as to how another person is spoken to. Self-narrative may be toxic in one and not in the other. So part of the work that we do is identify toxic. What is toxic? What is toxic to you? What is being brought into your circle that isn't lifting you up? Is it shame? Is it belittling? Is it betrayal? Is it a negative uh, personal narrative? What is toxic to you? Name it. Name what is toxic. This means getting real with yourself, my, my friends. This means really looking in and digging down on what is toxic and, and really kind of pulling emotion aside of it. Because let me tell you something. A lot of toxicity that comes into our lives is attached with strong emotional connection. Very few people, very few people are moved by the opinion of a stranger. We're getting a little bit more of that, but very few people find the opinion of a stranger worth um, changing one's life for. But the opinion of our loved ones, now that is, those words, those voices, um, and, and sometimes, a lot of times, you know, generational brokenness, generational toxicity will move us in directions that we, sh we know we shouldn't go in our head, but we're emotionally connected to. So part of naming behavior, part of identifying toxicity is kind of releasing any kind of emotional connection. You know what? I'm looking at the behavior. I'm looking at the words. I'm not looking at who they're coming from. I'm not looking at who's bringing them. I'm just looking at the thing, whatever the thing is. I'm looking at the thing. I'm looking at the toxicity of the thing, the words, the actions, the narrative, identifying it, naming it for what it is. Because once we name something, then we have some control over it. We have some, some way to, to grasp it and, and, and really uh, kind of get a, get a handle on it. So name the toxicity in your life. Look at it. Spend time examining it. And also name the toxic people in your life. There are toxic people in our lives. We all have them. Uh, and sometimes we have to suffer them, but a lot of times we don't. Again, and this does not mean, this does not mean that we have to put emotion to it. We just name who's toxic in our lives. We name who's bringing toxicity into our circle. We look at it. Again, 
we, once we name it, then we can identify. We have some control over it of, 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 of what is being toxic. Uh, and naming it is really important because now we know. Now it's out there. Now we, can, now we can examine it and look at it. Because if we don't examine it and look at it, if we don't name it, then it just resides there. We allow it to, we, we allow it to take up residence. We allow it to live rent-free in our being. And we don't want to do that. We don't have room. As we're getting better, we don't have room for anything rent-free in our being, my brothers and sisters. If you're out there trying to do better, if you're out there trying to be better, then there is no room in your life for rent-free things to hang out. If it is not benefiting you, challenging you, or redirecting you, it doesn't have room in your life. Okay? Challenge, benefit, or redirect. If, they, if it's not there, then, then it's living rent-free, and it needs to go. So naming... Behaviors, words, people that are toxic in your life. We all have toxic behaviors of our own that, that, we, you know, that we engage in. Maybe we eat too much sugar or drink too much alcohol or stay up too late or stay in bed too long or don't move enough. These are toxic behaviors. These are behaviors that are not benefiting us. And we need to name them. They're not neutral behaviors. They're negative behaviors. They're toxic to us. They're poisoning us, if you will. How we think. When we think negative about ourselves and we spiral down into that abyss, that's toxic. That's not just neutral or, yeah, I'm having a bad day. No, that's toxic to our advancement, to our betterment. So naming them, naming the thoughts, naming the behaviors, naming the people, identifying them, okay? And then accepting sometimes, and most of the time, this toxicity is so close to us. Again, you know, outside toxicity, toxicity from strangers, very little energy we're going to give it. Very little energy we're going to give it. It is the toxicity that's so close to us that we need to identify and address because that toxicity so close to us, it is embedded in us emotionally, generationally, connectionally. So accepting that toxicity can be so close and then working to remove it from us remove it or isolate it to a degree that it is not going to be impactful that's the thing if you want to move forward you know identifying what's toxic in your life is not going to be enough there also needs to be the strategy of how do we move forward with this toxicity how do we move forward with getting rid of this toxicity or or mitigating it so that it doesn't have the impact now, maybe you just need to physically remove yourself, or maybe you need to physically remove that which is being toxic. Maybe your neighbor is being toxic, or your coworker is being toxic, or your, um, your, you know, one of your in-laws or one of whatever is a toxic influence in your life, and maybe they just need to be removed. They need to be kept at arm's length, um, or just, or or just done with. You know what? I mean, I find myself, I'm, I look at my circle of friends, we go out every Friday night, I get drunk, I spend all day Saturday, you know, hung over, I'm not getting anything done. I just need to remove myself from these circle of friends. It's not that I don't love them. It's not that they aren't my friends, but they're just toxic. The behavior is just toxic. I can't do this anymore. And if they're not willing to change, then I just need to remove myself. You know what? I mean, I'm, I'm working in a toxic work environment where... You know, I go in, I get belittled, I get beat down, I'm not appreciated, I'm not loved. I just need to remove myself from this work environment. Now, is it going to be easy? No, it never is. 
But is it going to be worth it? Well, yes. If you're removing yourself from from um, relationships, circles of friends that are toxic to you, yeah, it's better for you. Or if you're removing yourself from a work uh, circumstance that's hostile or toxic, yeah, it's better for you. It may be different. It may be a struggle, but it is worth it. If you're looking to better yourself, then it is worth it. Then it is always worth it. So maybe, maybe, um, maybe physical removal needs to happen. Maybe physical, maybe you just need to physically remove yourself from toxic people. I mean, that is a perfectly legitimate choice. It's just to physically remove yourself from toxic people. And look, toxic people, they're, they're going to be upset with you, but that's okay. Let them be upset. It is better for them to be upset and not understand or not grasp what you're doing versus you continually allowing that toxicity to ruin you and not allow you to live the best life that you want to live. So maybe you need to physically remove yourself from people, a group or a circumstance. And and maybe you can't. Um, you know, I, I think one of the things that we certainly uh, want to make sure that we acknowledge is that there is generational and familial toxicity. Our siblings, our parents, our grandparents, our children, they can be toxic to us. Uh, they can be. And, and you know, and I'm not speaking from experience. I, you know, I know that my family listened to this and I love you and, and, and thank you for supporting me. But I, I'm, I'm blessed with that. But that's not everybody's circumstance. And sometimes family is toxic. And, you know, we can't always remove ourselves from family. Oh, sometimes I think mm, some people should, or I would recommend some people consider it. I, I, let, me, let me say that. But we can keep people at a distance. We can limit time, limit access. You know, we all have those people, those people in our families that, or, or, or you may have people in your family that, that trigger you, that trigger you to think a certain way or feel a certain way. They don't have to have um, access to you. You can, don't follow them on social media, you know, uh, block them on social media. If you're in a, in a room with them or in a gathering with them, give them a little bit of time, but keep, um, you know, keep, your access limited, um, limit time, limit access from people. If someone, if someone is in your life that is really anxious or really worried and they're always trying to draw, draw you into their anxiety or their worry, if that's a toxic thing for you, then limit it and have the conversation. Look, I love you, but I don't want to talk every 10 minutes about how the world's spiraling out, spiraling out of control because you're watching CNN over and over and over or Fox or MSNBC or whatever. Limit it. You can limit it. Say, look, I love you, but I can't handle this energy. I'm not going to dwell with this in you. So as soon as you talk about it, I'm going to shut it down. Or I'm going to, you know, well, why don't you answer my phone calls every day? Because all we talk about is negativity, is toxicity. And I don't want that in my life. It's going to be hard. And people are going to feel it. But it's worth it. And maybe, just maybe, especially in those strong, intimate relationships, maybe you will actually improve that relationship by identifying the toxicity by giving the room to talk about it and also you know understanding the power of words words in a lot of ways words are where the toxicity comes from and sometimes people will use the lack of words or turning their back or shunning but words understanding the power of words and not allowing those toxic words to come in not allowing those toxic words to reside say look i don't want to talk like that i don't want to talk that way if this is how we're going to talk, I'm out. If we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about people, we're going to gossip about people, I'm out. I don't want to be part of this because this is toxic to me and I don't want to be part of it. Claiming what you deserve, claiming that you deserve to be better, 
claiming that you deserve to be better, particularly in the face of circles of intimacy, is a powerful way of starting to undo that toxicity, a powerful way of starting to pull back from that toxic soup that we can marinate in. Identifying our own toxic thinking. Now, we, we think toxic. We can think toxic. If we're not control, if we're not in control of our thinking, then it's like having a three-year-old running around in there. And it can be very toxic. We can catastrophize. We can, we, we can see a particular mistake and just make it all mistakes. I'll give you an example. You know, and it happened to me. It was a while ago. I dropped a light bulb. I was changing a light bulb in the bathroom and I dropped it in the sink. And it, it shattered. Okay, so that was a mess, of course, and I had to clean it all up. And, and it wasn't just the dropping of the light bulb, but it spiraled into, into very toxic thinking very fast. You're a klutz. You're an idiot. You can never do anything right. You just drop everything. Everything breaks around you. So, so from, a, from the moment of doing something, I, I all of a sudden am into this toxic thinking about judgment and complaint and control. And I, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. I'll do another podcast on this, on spiral thinking and what have you. But toxic thinking is something that needs to be addressed uh, if you're going to want to be better. Um, again, and that is not to say that we should always be like, you know, thinking everything's great and everything's perfect and everything's wonderful. No, it's not. But it's keeping things in their place not allowing things to have more energy than they deserve because you deserve to be better. And there's a toxicity around us all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, but we have the capability. We have the power to eliminate or examine that toxicity so that, so that we can strive to be a better us, so that you can, you can be a better you. you. You deserve to be better. You deserve to be stronger. You deserve to reside in peace and balance. You deserve to have at least a neutral so that you can strive to be better. But you're not going to get that if toxicity is surrounding you and permeating you because it will just poison you. It'll poison your thinking. It'll poison your relationships. It'll poison your interactions. So that's what I got for you today. I know I kind of threw a lot at you and and I'm sure, you know, we're, th a lot of these things keep cycling back around again and again and again. So, um, but I hope that it was helpful for you. I hope that that is something that it offers you something to look at and think about and question. Uh, like I said, you know, share this out there. If you have anything that you would like to uh, share with, um, with me or you'd like to reach out to me, gracelifecoaching.com is the website. Please feel free to use it. It's got my contact information. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. I really am thankful for your part in this. And I continue to strive to give you the best that I can because here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.